How many want to go to heaven, right? Inside me to make things. So merging art. Just a couple more minutes to let people get enough time to get on. Welcome to Prophet to the Nation, Autumn Miller's podcast. Hallelujah. We're glad that you are here today. We've been on twice today. I had to um, reboot and come back on. But we are here and thank God. Thank God for you being here. Thank you for tuning in to Prophet to the Nation, Autumn Miller's podcast. We will be starting here shortly. Just give enough time to get everybody to get on in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I know God has a mighty word for us today in Jesus' name. Just want to make it to heaven. Just want to make it in. Oh, I just want to cross the river. Mama, I, I want to be free from sin. Oh, oh, I just want my name written. Oh, Lord. Written in the Lamb's book of life. And when this life is over, just want to have eternal life. I want to hear you say, I want to hear you say. I'm <laughs> 
All right, praise the Lord. One second here. One second. Thank you for tuning in to Prophet to the Nation Autumn Miller's podcast. Hopefully we can get this to play because last time I had a bit of a trouble getting it play. I had it up and ready. Oh, the devil is a liar. Here we go. I had a heck of a time getting it get it to respond. This is a good message. This is why. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. Good morning. It's about five fourteen or five fifteen almost. A.M. in the morning, and today is March the 7th, 2023, and I'm going to share with you a message that I have to share with the world, amen, and those that will hear, listen and hear, amen, glory to God, and I want you to bear with me as I'm trying to get through my notes and and uh, share everything that I heard and know that you might understand what he spoke to me. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the holy child of God, Lord, we thank you for your love, your grace, your mercy, your compassion. We thank you for your long suffering with us. We thank you for loving us and dying on the cross for us. And Father God, we Thank you, Heavenly Father, for sending us your only begotten Son. You, you, you loved us so much that you gave us your only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but shall have everlasting life. And so we thank you for those words of that promise, for your word is good, God. And we thank you that you're a good God. Now, I ask that you let this message rest upon every ear that hear, and let them hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Speak to their souls, speak to their spirit, and let them, God, make a decision on today. Help them, O oh God, to not be lukewarm, not one more day. In Jesus' name I pray, amen, amen. Amen, glory to God, hallelujah. I'm just going to start with my notes and the title of this is God's fan is in his hand. And this text uh, or this message that I'm going to share with you, uh, two scriptures. And it's coming out of Matthew chapter three and 12 and Luke three and 17. And this particular text was brought on by when I was awakened by a pain that started suddenly. But at first it was very light and subtle. And I was half asleep and half awake, it seems. And it was between nighttime and daytime. It was on March the 6th, just about being March the 7th. It was between nighttime and daytime. It was p.m. but closer to a.m. So I was actually in between day and night. And that makes me think that way too many of you are in between the world and Jesus Christ right now. Many of you are lukewarm 
and you must repent. For time is at hand and God's span is in his hand. It was 12.45 p.m. I awoke and it was a bit before I woke. It was a few seconds when it began. And I just heard and I felt a tiny little ping of a throbbing pain in my right ear. I could hear it. It was a throbbing sound. But I felt the ping, the, 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 the tiny ping of the pain. And so I sort of shook it off and repositioned my head and I went back to sleep. And then the second time, again, I felt and I, I heard and felt a bit more throbbing. But this time it was a bit more intense, as was the pain that came with it. But I ignored it and I shook it off and I laid my head back down again. This third time, the throbbing was so loud, I could hear it like the sound of a heartbeat in my ear and the pain had intensified so bad, I woke up and I, and I thought, what in the world is going on? Where, where did this come from? And then I heard these words loud and clear in my ear. The world is going to feel a pain like never before. I said, what? Lord, huh, what? You know, I'm shaking my head. I sat up and I began to get teary-eyed. Why? Because I know the wrath of God is coming. When? I don't know. But warning comes before destruction. And we find that happens throughout the Bible, amen? Now, we all know in verse 11, where John the Baptist said, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I whose shoes I am not worthy to bear, he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Amen. And that's Matthew, amen, 3, verse 11 and 12. And let's read 12 because a lot of you do not pay attention to verse 12. And this is where the text is. This is what he told me in verse 12. Matthew. 3 and 12, whose fan is in his hand, and he would thoroughly purge his floor and gather his wheat into the garner, but he will burn up the shaft with unquenchable fire. God is already ready to do what he needs to do, and I knew God had something he wanted to say, and the Holy Spirit led me to look up this word, and this word is I'm going to spell it D-I-A-K-A-T-H-A-R-I-Z-O. And it means I cleanse thoroughly. D-A-K-A-R-I-Z-O. The definition to cleanse thoroughly. Usage, I cleanse thoroughly. And when I saw the meaning of the word, I was floored. I was scared, not fearful, not that type of scared, but reverential fear. Because I know that not only is the harvesting of the wheat is coming, and the cleansing and the purging is also coming, but also the wrath of God is coming. 
There's going to be worldwide revivals taking place and some has already started and many will be saved. Many will be cleansed and filled with the Holy Ghost and the fire of God. Many will also be lost because many will still reject his salvation and will be purged and burnt with the consuming fire of God. God has long been preparing the way just as John the Baptist came. He said, repent and be baptized. You have been shown the way and he is still showing many the way and only you can confess and repent. It is your soul, not mine. And, I, and, and since that judgment, and I sense that that judgment is nearer than we do believe. You see, so many of you waiting for the end to come. You're waiting for Jesus Christ to crack the sky and then you can jump on your knees and be ready. No, it won't be that easy. Your day of judgment is already sealed once when you die. It begins the moment you breathe your very last breath. That is your end. That is the time of separation of the wheat from the chaff is nearer than we believe. There was another definition of this word too, and it was catharizo. It meant intensify. So it was just like my encounter with the Holy Spirit. He came. And then he intensified what he meant. This other scripture, amen, uh, was Luke 3 and 17, where it said, whose fan is in his hand. And he would thoroughly purge his floor and would gather the wheat into his garden. But the shaft he would burn with fire and quenchable. Amen. God is trying and has been telling the people to prepare, to repent, to get ready for my fan is in my hand. He is getting ready to set the fire and then fan the fire so that it can move quickly across the threshing floor. And he would thoroughly purge and cleanse as he gathers his wheat into the garden. And what is left after he gathers his wheat, that part that falls off, the shaft, he will burn up with unquenchable fire. Bear with me now as we go to my other notes. And some of my notes may repeat what I've already said here, but I want to explain it the best way I can. So thank you for being so patient. I saw this scripture and I thought that it was appropriate for all to know. And it's found in Hebrews 9 and 26. Because you need to know how to be saved and why you're saved. And understand what Jesus already did. So that you can be saved from the wrath to come. And it says here, it says, Otherwise, he would have had to suffer many times since the foundation of the world. Talking about Jesus now. But now he has appeared one time. At the end of ages, for the removal of sin by the sacrifice of himself. This is talking about Jesus, and he was crucified, and he died on the cross for the sins of the whole world. He did it once and never needs to do it again. His precious blood was the ultimate sacrifice once and for all. For the wages of sin is death, the word of God tells us. So you see, the payment of sinning would only result in eternal damnation and, and sin. Eternal damnation and death, I'm sorry. It means you shall be separated from God and the Son of God forevermore. To be in gross darkness forevermore with Satan and his fallen angels and his demons. But Jesus defeated Satan and he took all authority, power, and rule. He said it is finished on the cross. Yes, because at the cross he defeated death and hell. And he redeemed us. He paid for our sins and spared us, those who love him from the wrath of God. Uh, and he spared us from uh, the wrath of God that was to come upon all ungodliness. So by the love and grace of God, he did this so that 
you can be saved. So by grace are you saved, not by works, lest any man will come and try to boast of what he has done to be saved. By grace you are saved. It is a gift of God unto salvation. It is free. Jesus died just for you and for me and the whole world. And all you must do is accept him as your personal Lord and as your Savior, Jesus Christ, and begin your journey with Jesus. Amen. Go to Romans chapter 10 and verse 9 to 13 and read that. Now let us go on to my other notes. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. These these are the first notes that I took. And, and I said I woke up due to my right ear throbbing. Uh, and, and with each time it, it intensified. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, hear me and hear me well. The world is going to feel a pain like never before. And I asked the Holy Spirit, I said, well, what does this mean? And so I, I looked up in Strong's 1245. I was led to look up this word. And here I say, wow, this is scary. I feel teary-eyed. A catastrophe is coming, and I don't know when, how, or what it is or may be. But God is getting ready to fan the world by his cleansing, and he's going to purge this world like never before. The threshing sickle, the fan, the threshing sickle is out to cleanse his threshing floor thoroughly. He will separate the wheat from the shaft. Amen. And I gave you that word, diakatharizo, to cleanse thoroughly, uh, which the usage means to cleanse thoroughly. Amen. And then in 1223 and 1225-11, katharizo means cleanse. So here he, he went from diakatharizo, he went to katharizo, katharizo. Arizo, which means to cleanse properly, thoroughly, cleanse. Literally, it means purge back and forth all the way across. Amen. Did you hear that? Purge back and forth all the way across. Hallelujah. It's an intensifying of cleansing properly and thoroughly. Hate purging back and forth all the way across. He's not going to leave anything out, anything undone. And it literally meaning, uh, he says, back and forth all the way across. Folks, get your house in order. This sounds like uh, uh, physically something that would go up back and forth like that or shake up the world so bad would be the greatest earthquake ever. Amen. It's going to be the greatest earthquake ever or the greatest shakeup ever that's coming. Whatever it is, it would touch people from one end of this earth to the other. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then he went on to give me uh, Luke 3 and 17. Amen. And Matthew 3 and 12. Hallelujah. And in uh, Luke 3 and 17, it says, with the axe already placed against the tree. In the preceding verse, the winnowing fork is already in hand, emphasizing the nearness of judgment. Folks, judgment is near. 
Winnowing forks generally are made of wood were common at the time and several dating from this period have been found. Amen. You know, they take that that fork, amen, and, and pick up the weed and, and then let the shaft fall through the fork, amen. Uh, that time is near. And he says that he's going to thoroughly purge, cleanse perfectly, win, winnow, amen, thoroughly, thoroughly purge. Amen. Glory to God. Matthew 3 and 12, in his hand, and he will thoroughly clear his threshing floor, and he will thoroughly purge. Amen. He will clear the threshing floor. Luke 3 and 17, in his hand to thoroughly clear his threshing floor, and he will thoroughly purge his, his floor. Hallelujah. It's his hand. He will clear the threshing floor with his hand. Amen. Both of these, amen, coming out of the third chapter. One is in Luke chapter 3. One is in Matthew chapter 3. At 12.45, I was woke with each level of throbbing in my ear and it intensified. And when I heard these words, the world would feel the pain like never before. And I sat up and I said, what? And I looked at the time and the pain immediately stopped. And I searched the word immediately. I was shocked and I felt teary-eyed for what is coming upon or to this world. Threshing, cleansing, purging doesn't sound nice nor easy nor pretty. And it won't be done barely. It will be done to the fullest. Amen. And I said that I'm reading both chapters right now. I'm going to pray. And this is a serious thing that God is saying. Amen. The Lord Jesus, uh, I, I, I just prayed and I said, God, what is going on? Lord, I'm listening. I'm here. Lord, use me to hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying to his people. Now, I know many won't, uh, many won't believe me and they won't believe God. They're not gonna believe God that you spoke to me. I was, I was speaking to the Lord, but you know what? They just won't believe the Lord no matter what. But I believe you, Lord. I believe every word you spoke. And the time that I was awakened adds up to the Strong's number 1245, which equals 12. Wow, my God, it's amazing. And this is not scientific. This is divine intervention. Amen. 1245 equals 12. When you add it up, and 12 means completed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And the word purge, that's a very powerful word. Hallelujah. Twelve represents a perfect government. There were twelve tribes of Israel. Jacob had twelve sons. Ishmael had twelve sons. The meaning of twelve, which is considered a perfect number. And this number uh, symbolizes God's power and authority. So this word that he gave me, uh, that means cleansing and purging, it symbolizes God's power and authority. As, and as well as serving as a perfect governmental foundation. It can also symbolize completeness or the nation of Israel as a whole. For example, Jacob, Israel had 12 sons, each of which represented a tribe done by a prince for 12 total. Ishmael, who was born to Abraham through Hagar, also had 12 sons and princes. God specified that 12 unleavened cakes of bread 
He placed every week in the temple with frankincense next to each of the two piles that were to be made. The priests were commanded to change the bread every Sabbath day. Twelve thousand from each tribe of Israel, 144,000 total, will receive salvation during the end times great tribulation. That's in Revelation 7. A set of 144,000, that's 12 times 12,000, possibly the same as those in chapter 7, will be taken from earth in order to serve and follow the Lamb of God. Revelations 14, 1 through 5. Christ's bride in Revelation 12, the church wears a crown containing 12 stars. New Jerusalem, which is made in heaven and brought to the earth by God himself, contains 12 gates made of pearls that are each man by an angel. Over each gate will be one of the names of Israel's 12 tribes. The walls are 144 cubits high. That's 12 multiplied by itself. In Revelation 21, 16 through 17, with the city itself being 12,000 furlongs. 12 people are specially noted in scripture as being anointed for a unique task or responsibility. They, these were Aaron and his four sons to serve as priests in Exodus 29, 7-9, and Saul in 1 Samuel 10 and 1, David, 1 Samuel 16, 13, Solomon, 1 Kings 1 and 39, to serve as kings over united Israel. David's son Absalom, who wanted to take the throne of, of his, which was David's, but was killed, 2 Samuel 19 and 10 was also anointed by some to be king. The remaining three specially anointed are King Jehu of Israel, 2 Kings 9 and 6, and King of Joash, 2 Kings 11 12, and Jehoshaphat, 2 Kings 23 30 of Judah. The scripture's first recording of Jesus' words occurs when he is 12 years old, Luke 2 and 42. People, this is not fiction. Call it coincidence. No, it's not. It's God's plan by its hand. Call it science if you want, but no calculation or meditation can recalibrate the mind of my God. El Elyon, he is my strength and he is my God. He's stronger than the strength of an ox. He is my God. He's mightier than any lion, for he is the lion of Judah. He is my God. He's higher than an eagle. He is my God. He soars above all heaven and all earth. He is the creator of all heaven and earth. He is my God. Man is his creation that he loves. He is my God. Hallelujah. He is my God. Hallelujah. He is my God. It's about man today. Attention, mankind. Wake up. Today is March the 7th, 23. And if you add those numbers up, it's 15, which equals 6 and 6. Man was created on the sixth day. Now, I must, I, I, I wouldn't read uh, these books, uh, these chapters, amen, Luke th 3 and Matthew 3. And I, I had put this message under because I quickly wanted to get it in. And I put this under pay my bills. And many of you will receive payment because the wages of sin is death. But those in Christ Jesus, your bill has been paid by the blood of the Lamb. We are already rewarded. We are already redeemed, paid in full. We shall be rewarded by grace. We are saved from the wrath of God. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much.
meditate on this word of God. And I pray that you no longer after today be lukewarm, that you re confess, repent, and give your heart over to God. Let him dwell in your hearts today. Let him be your Lord and Savior. Amen and amen. Please follow, like, and share this message. Amen. Help me support this ministry to get the gospel of truth out, that the world may be saved. In Jesus' name, amen. Follow me on Spotify, podcast, Serving of the Living God, Mother Sandy, or iHeartRadio, or Anchor by Spotify. Amen. Glory to God. God bless you. Amen. And amen. This is Serving of the Living God, Mother Sandy. Amen. Thank you, Mother Sandy, for coming in in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you. Thank you for that powerful word. We're going to allow you to have the floor. We have people in here that's been blessed by your work. Can you hear me? Amen. 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 God bless you, and thank you for inviting me. Amen. I was able to jump in here real quick. Uh, yes, I, I'm, I'm glad that you were able to share this message with the people of the world because, you know, it's it's... People are so used to being entertained. It's not about entertainment. It's about getting our souls and our spirits right with the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Mm -hmm. So I was just, you know, uh, just listening to myself, you know, because I go back and I get fed as well. That's right. But when I, when I listened to it and it said, you know, he is my God. And I want to ask you, is he your God? Mm-hmm. Who is your God? That's right. Amen. I know my God. I have a relationship with my God, and we have to have a relationship with the Lord. And what the Lord showed me is that the pain of the that this world that's coming on this world is gonna come suddenly. Sudden, yeah, God. It's gonna be like the pains of the travail of a woman uh -huh. when she in labor. Labor is suddenly. Yeah. And 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 God has been sending little pains all along. That's right. I mean, we see a little bit of this, a little bit of wickedness, a little bit of, but now it's intensified. I've never seen so much wickedness, uh -huh. so much violence, so much uh, ugliness and, 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 and evil spirits in this world as we have today. Yeah. And a lot of people are not woke. Amen. But in John 16, 21, it talks about the woman in travail That's right. because the hour has come. But when she is delivered uh, of that pain, then she has joy. And so, see, we as Christians, we're going to go through something. That's right. We're going to go through something. But afterward, we're going to have joy. Like you hold that brand new baby. You look at that baby. You forget all about that pain. Uh -huh. Amen. You love that little baby. Yeah. Amen. And so yeah. we got to go through something. But even though we're going through something, we love what Jesus Christ has done for us and is doing for us. And, 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 and I don't think people really grasp what he really did on the cross. Mm -hmm. He, he gave us eternal life. That's right. There's nothing on this earth that is worth what he has given us. And then I want to bring attention to that Luke three and nine. He says the ax is already at the root of the tree. Mm -hmm. And every tree that does not produce good fruit, yeah. I said good fruit, will be cut down and thrown into the fire. Right. Every right. tree, Matthew 7 and 19, every tree 
that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. And I want to talk about this word purge in Hebrew. It means the act of clearing yourself. That's right. It's an act of removing something by cleansing. You're ridding it of a sediment or whatever has, elements have fell to the bottom. It's just like if you have water and you want the water to be clean, but you see something laying down there in the bottom, you got to get all that stuff out. That's right. So whatever's in you, amen, you got to get it out. God said he's going to purge it. He's going to remove it. He's going to cleanse it. It means an erupt or sudden removal of a person or a group from an organization or a place. God's getting ready to suddenly remove things, people, and places. Amen. He's getting rid of impurities. That's right. Rid of, uh, it's called uh, purging means to remove. To remove, to cleanse, to, to cleanse. Pur- purify, purify, to flush. Amen. You flush stuff that ain't no good. Amen. Glory to God. And in Revelations 3 and 16, he said, because you are lukewarm, you're neither hot or cold. It will come to pass. I will spew thee out of my mouth. So he's purging you. He's getting rid of those who are making him sick because purge means to be sick. That's right. And so he's spewing out those things that are making him sick. And he's sick of all this pedophilia. He's sick of all this violence. He's sick of all this wickedness. He's sick of all this hypocrisy. He's sick of all this uh, uh, pretending and pretentiousness and presumptuousness. And, and, And you say you're a Christian. You look like a Christian, but you smell like a sinner. Uh-oh. And God Uh-oh. is getting tired of it. Hallelujah. He's getting tired of it. In John 3.16, it, it talks about how God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. How many of you would give up your son or your daughter for another? None of you. And he gave his only begotten son that came out of him. Mm-mm-mm. He gave him to us. I said he gave him. Hallelujah. He just handed him over. Hallelujah. For a purpose. Amen. Hallelujah. And they had a purpose and they had a plan and they had a destiny. And he said that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed on him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. And so those of us who choose to believe, we have that promise. We have everlasting life. But don't be one of those that in Revelations 3 and 16, he said, I'm going to have to purge you. I'm going to have to spew you because you lukewarm. Yeah. In Matthew 25 and 21, we want to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. I was just listening to that song say, I just want to cross that river. I just want to hear, well done. And I tear up when I think about that because that's all I'm doing this for. is so I can hear him say, well done. And that's why I tell people all the time, I'm about my father's business. And that's why I had to kind of step away from Facebook because it's about everybody else's business. (laughs) And it ain't about God's business. I'm about my father's business. And he gives me so much. Amen. I, I, I have so much that he downloads to me all the time. I'm, I'm steady trying to catch up. That's right. Amen. I want you to listen to this because God said my fan is in my hand. He's already ready to wave it. 
He's already ready to separate. And, 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 and you thinking like the disciples say, well, we got four months to harvest. And Jesus said, no, it's now. The harvest is plenty now, but the labors are few. Where are you? Where are you? Servants of the living God. You say you love him. But what are you doing? You're seeking things of this world. You're seeking the pleasures of this world. They're all temporary. Everything like that shall perish. But God, what he has is everlasting. I ask you to think about this message. Listen to this message. Because the pains of the travail of a woman that's in labor is coming upon this world. Oh, yeah. Suddenly, it's going to happen. And nobody, not many will be prepared except those that can hear what the Spirit of the Lord has been saying. Amen. God bless you, and thank you for having me. God bless you. You hear the theme all week, and uh, he's exposing. He's showing us where we're at. Mother Sandy's telling us it got to come out. <laughs> we got to get it together. She shared that word. If y'all been blessed, uh, show some hearts here on the screen and like and share and tag people. They need to hear this message. We thank we thank you, Mother Sandy, for all you do for the kingdom of God. Um, also, uh, where can we find your podcast? Hey Amen. It's on uh, Anchor by Spotify. They both join together. So if you go to to uh, Spotify, you can find me on there and just put in "Servant of the Living God." Mother Sandy, it should pop up. And also under podcasts and then also on iHeartRadio. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. And a lot of times what I do, she'll, she'll share with me like she shared this one. She said, oh, I, I got a word. The Lord want to get it out. And uh, I share this platform with all my brothers and sisters in Christ. I'm not one of those to just say, oh, you know, it's all about me. No, it's about the you know the work of the Lord, all of us. So when she shared, when I know she has something, and I said, let me get it over here so it can be heard over here as well. In Jesus' mighty name. I mean, as soon as I said the word was going out, many people was inboxed. How do we get on? How do we hear? And so we thank you for all that you do for the kingdom of God, getting up in the late midnight hour and praying for us. And uh, I mean, this this is a word. This is a word. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just blown by everything that God has done this week on the podcast. And uh, if you listen to the previous shows, he is showing us, he's exposing, he is trying to get us prepared in Jesus' mighty name. Like you said, suddenly, I had that uh, word uh, a few years ago, God is doing things suddenly because he's wrapping things up in Jesus' mighty name. Here you come with this today, and we just thank. Oh, well, I'm just, I just, I feel like I could just shout, <laughs> amen. Yeah, Y'all got to get it together. That I play the songs, and uh, I got um, get myself together because I got some place to go. And while we're in waiting, we want to make sure we get everything lined up. Then, well done. I just want to make it to heaven. There's those two songs. So I try to play something that was kind of related to the direction that we we're going into today. So I thank you, Mother yes. Sandy. I thank you, uh, Sister Fakila, and all those who who listen, listen today in Jesus' mighty name. And wow, I just man, it's, it's a powerful word. There's gonna be some few other messages that she has that I'm gonna bring on. The Lord's just been having me just busy, busy, busy on the podcast this week. It's an urgency because we don't know what tomorrow holds. We don't know what the next hour holds. But we got to be ready. We got to live ready and live That's ready. Right. He wants us to live ready and tell her. He, uh, I'm going to bring this up to you, Mother Sandy. Earlier today on the podcast, one of the women of God uh, had a question. How do we reach the youth? Um, 
how do we reach them in this hour? What would you say? How do we get them to hear these messages? And that was her concern. She's concerned about the generation. What would you say on that before we go? Hey, man, we have to be clear and transparent. And the thing is that, you know, the Lord got me working on this other series called uh, Hypocrites and Mirrored Reflections. Mm. And the reason that a lot of youth don't want to hear what we got to say is because it's too much hypocrisy in the church. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to come to a place like that. I mean, they coming into some of the churches is worse than in the world. Yeah. And and so they can't find peace. They can't find uh, uh, words of integrity or lives of integrity. They, you know, you telling them one thing, but you doing something else. Right. And then you make it all about money. Okay. And you make it all about you. You know, no, they 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 want you to be real. They want you to sit. There Sometimes they just want you to hear what they got to say. Mm-hmm. You know, you ain't always got to be talking and quoting scripture. Yeah. Just sit and listen to what they got to say. And then it, it could be an experience in your life. And the thing that a lot of us don't want to share what we went through in our lives because we might be embarrassed by it, but what you went through could help deliver them yeah. out. Yeah. Amen. Because they're they're gonna go through a lot of stuff we already been through as el- elder people. Right. Amen. And so what we we done been through everything. That's right. The good, the bad and the ugly, but God brought us through. And so you can help them, help them learn, you know, and they need to they need to get into a youth ministry. I love what uh uh, Providence Miller, uh, Providence Autumn, and Pastor Mark is doing with the community. They know they love basketball. They bring them in by basketball. Look and see what your youth needs. They don't have anything to do except hang in the streets. Yeah, or on the uh, so games. Start, <laughs> yeah, start, a, start a community uh, project for your uh, young people. Find out what they like. Do they like bowling? Do they like basketball? What What do they like? And, and go from there, you know, and, and, and just talk to them on their level and try to understand what they're saying. And, and, you know, you pray over them and fast for them and, and, um, they just want people that's real and transparent. There it is. That's the answer. So real and transparent. Now, a lot mm-hmm. of the young people, uh, in this generation, mother Sandy, I ain't seen, they did, they're already hit. They're 19 at teenagers got high blood pressure. Hmm. depression and anxiety mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I mean what hit us <laughs> what's hitting us now is hitting them early why do you think that well because you know when if you go back and I always tell my husband I said I love our generation uh, we, 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 we had it really easy and good but what the Youth, you have to understand, they got so much more pressure mm. coming from the phone and the laptop, and they got peer pressure and bully pressure and uh, uh, financial pressures and all this stuff before they even get out the gate good, before they even get out the birth canal. You know, uh, they one years old and you handing them a cell phone. Yeah. And, and all this stuff is in their face. And so they thinking, I got to be like this. I got to sound like this. I got to look like this. I'm unacceptable to society, you know, but you got to teach them that you're unique. You're different. You don't have to be a clone of anybody else. You just be yourself. You be unique. 
That's how God created you to be. And so, you know, they, but, but they're subliminally induced by the things of this world. And that's how Satan, that's how the, uh, uh, Satan captivated Eve's ear. No, because he brought her, he took her to that tree and he said, well, you something missing there. God told you, 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 you can't eat of this. So he must be keeping something from you. So you made to believe there's something being kept from you that you need to experience all these drugs and you need to experience all this alcohol and you need to experience sex and, and, and all this stuff or you just don't fit in. That's right. No, God said, I created you to be holy, mm-hmm. be ye holy for I am holy. Right. And the most precious thing the women and men can do today is to be celibate. Yep. And the enemy got you thinking that, no, you need to, to be on a flag pole, a strip pole, a, a male pole, or some kind of pole. Amen. And, and, and doing this and doing that. And, and he got the men and the women, the women being the men, the men being the women. The world is in a ball of confusion. That's right. That's God right. said he is not the author of confusion. So who started the confusion, but they got to get grounded and rooted in, in, in the love of God. And you got to have strong teaching. And my, my thing is that all this milk teaching uh, uh, is good when you first starting, but after you've been sitting in church 20, 30 years and you still wearing diapers and sucking on pacifiers, something is wrong. Right. You need to know, about spiritual warfare. Right now, we in a time of spiritual warfare. Yeah. And so you got to preach what's real. What's real. You got to give it to them because they, what you don't teach them at home, they going to get out in the street. That's right. That's right. So while they're young, you got to talk to them about sex. Uh-huh. While they're young, you got to talk to them about uh, 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 lies and, 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 and fraud and all this kind of stuff that's going on in the world because they're going to get it from their friends. That's right. So they're going to be taught on the corner or they're going to be taught at school and these public schools. I wouldn't, if I had a child today, he would not be going to public school because of all the ungodly stuff that they got going on in these schools. Mm-hmm. My grandmother said, uh, not to cut you off from what I was saying, but my grandmother said yesterday, she said, because y'all know the Lord has been dealing with me about this, about doing homeschool. And she said, the schools mm-hmm. are just not safe anymore. And it just no. it hit me. You know, I heard, I feel it. I know what God has shown me and dealing with me with, but it just hit me really hard. How did we get to the place of schools are not even safe anymore? Mm-hmm. And we're not talking about safe. We already know there being, you know, people coming in and shooting up. Well, we're talking about the environment as a whole before that. You know what I mean? We got that on yeah. top of it, should I say. But they're not even safe. And then put it on top of shootings. Um, and everything. I want to say this to you real quick. I had a question to come in before I gotta go. I gotta get. I gotta get. Actually, gotta get a child off the school bus here in a couple, about thirty minutes. But uh, I want to ask you this. I'm gonna be asking Apostle Harris as well. Um, what do you say to the parents that are dealing with uh, children with homosexuality? Um, what are you saying to the parents that raised them up in in the church, but they had their children had fallen into homosexuality? as well and even for those that haven't you know even for those that just went on and tapped into it anyway you told them and they they went into homosexuality so that's one of the questions and what would you say to the parents um that are dealing with that spirit right now i would just say for that you know the thing is the 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 thing is don't encourage them 
to move deeper into what they've gotten into mm-hmm. uh, because we all know that that spirit is ungodly and it's, it's abomination. Amen. But you have to just pray and fast for them right. because that's an unclean spirit. That's an unclean spirit you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And the devil going to hold on. He's going to hold on tight and hard. Mm-hmm. Amen. But you continue to pray. You love them. You don't love their sin, mm-hmm. but you love them, but you don't condone their sin. You give them boundaries and barriers suggesting, you know, if they want to come in the house and dress, if they're a guy and they're dressing like a woman, you say, you can't do that here. Mm-hmm. Amen. And and you just have to show them the word, do it in a loving way and pray for them and fast. Amen. But never condone what they are doing. Mm-hmm. Amen. And then you might look for a ministry that deals with okay, that particular. Yeah. yeah. That's all you have to look for a ministry. Amen. That deals with that particular spirit and how to go about casting it out. Amen. Amen. I'm glad you said that because I'm seeing, as you're speaking, I see in the spirit, I see some parents uh, weeping, even though you said you got to fast and pray. I see parents that are mm-hmm. wore out. Uh, yeah. from dealing with that. What would you say to that as well? They're wore out. But you got to, you know, he is our strength, not give up, you know. I just see some, mm-hmm. I hear, I see it and, and see it in the spirit as we speak. There's some parents that are just, oh, they hear, they know what they should be doing, but they're just wore out. And then when you say you got to find a ministry, because that's what, that's what yeah. I recommended I too. I said, you know, you got to get some brothers and sisters that know how to deal with this spirit that can help you. Um, because even, I'll, yeah, I'll say, that's right, because you can't do everything by yourself, amen. Because mm-hmm. even I, I got it, uh, one time, I remember when Tariah was little and dealing with some spirits that she was dealing with, and the woman prophesied to me and said, this spirit come to wear you out, you know what I mean? And she said, well, mm. we, we come to help, you know, she see it, and, and she got a deliverance that day on that particular issue. But, um, you yeah, you definitely want to get into some ministries that know how to deal with that. And, yes, and so because you have you and not to cut you off, but you have people that have an anointing for that. Yes, there it is. And so you find a ministry and anoint the person that has anointing to deal with that particular issue. Yes. Now earlier this week, now I'm glad we're talking about this. Earlier this week, uh, we were seeing. Um, I don't you you listened to the uh, podcast right? The earlier the one the the uh, sexual abuse against our children. And you remember how he said, you know, go ahead. Can you hear me? You're going in and out. All right, hold on a second. Oh, the connection, I tell you. All right, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, so earlier this week, we were talking about that, um, talking about uh, the church's uh, quiet against that spirit. Uh, What would you say about that before we close? They're quiet. They're, they're. uh, they're not really talking about. It. They're scared, actually, to, to start talking about it. About about what spirit? Uh, the the homosexuality, the lust, and so forth. Yeah, they're not. They're not surfing some. And we've been to some churches, and I'm not going to call the name out. That actually told us not to bring that up, and we said, you know what? Well, then we're not coming. Well, what did the Pharisees and the, they uh, and the scribes? They charged. They charged them. The disciples. They told them, "Don't you preach about yep. this anymore." You know, they, they bullied them and told them, you know, we don't want you doing this. And uh, I think a lot of the 
fear that a lot of ministries has is because they're under the, I don't know what it's called, the 5013C or the 5031. I don't know what it is, but I had started to get under it and I didn't because I wanted to be free by the law of the spirit of liberty, by the spirit of the law of liberty to be free to say what I want to say and not under the authority and direction because there's certain things that if you preach over your pulpit or in your church or in your ministry against the LGBTQ uh, people, uh, they'll cut off your funds. Yeah. And so that's what a lot of people are afraid of, that they're not going to be tax exempt. It's all. A, it, and, and when you fear losing money over losing souls, there's a problem. Yes. Now that, that's a, a word. Problem. There's a big problem because God said in Daniel, I believe it's 12. He said, wise is the person that wins souls. That's our object. That's our objective here. Yep. It's soul winning, not wealth winning. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Soul winning, no, soul winning, not wealth winning. Somebody put that. Let me put that in the chat. Go ahead, sir. And, and, and what happened to the rich man when he said, what must I do to be saved? He said, well, said Jesus said, sell all that you have and give it up and, and uh, come and follow me. And the man put his head down and walked away. And that's a lot of the pastors and the people in ministry today, they're going to put their head down and walk away to preaching against homosexuality, to preaching against lust and all this stuff. Amen. But those that are true and following in the path of righteousness for his name's sake, they will hold no bars. They will speak what he says. speak. He told me you set your face like a flint and you speak it like I give it to you. A lot of people, they've tried to tone me down, shut me down, corner me down, uh, close me down. But God said different. Mm -hmm. Amen. And so I, you know, this is my gift. This is my ministry. This is the way he uses me like Jeremiah. And um, uh, they called him the weeping prophet because a lot of times you weep because people don't understand the gift that you have to speak with such holy boldness. But he give that to me. And I don't know how else to do but be bold. Right. With it. When the anointing is on me to speak it, I'm going to speak it. Amen. And uh, because it's too many noodleback Christians. Amen. <laughs> they, they, don't have, they don't have a spine at all. Oh, my gosh. We got Marcus Rogers with the gummy bear Christian, Mother Sandy with the noodleback. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Hey, some of y'all that are new listeners, oh, she got some sayings and they will quicken your, they will sharpen you up. I tell you that. <laughs> I noodle back Christians. Oh my. I'm taking notes. I hope y'all taking notes because Mother Sandy, that one last one you said, so winning, not wealth winning. I'm putting that on the shirt. Hashtag Mother Sandy. Come on here. Boy, blessing us today. But you know, I just want to say that. Uh, and the other thing that there's too many hypocrites in the church, and that's why a lot of young people don't want to even come. And my next my next series, I've already put out three three. Uh, well, one is an introduction, and two episodes out so far, called hypocrites and mirrored reflections. And so listen to that because it'll tell you what the fruits of a hypocrite are. Boom. So when you go into these different churches and you're going to see they acting and talking like this, or even Christian friends that you're around, they acting and talking like this, you better leave them alone. Mm. Leave them alone because he's telling you they got rotten fruit. Boom. My husband told me the other day, he said, honey, I went and bought all this fruit 
and, and and he said it looked so good on the outside and when he took a bite in and opened it up it was all rotten inside mm, mm, mm. and that's how a lot of Christians are today they call themselves Christians but they're nothing like they, they don't act Christ like at all mm, mm, mm. they don't have the image of God they're reflecting a hypocrite image reflection and so we got to understand what do they look like they look like wolves in sheep clothing they look like serpents they look like scorpions they look like frogs and unclean birds all the all the different things leviathan all the things that uh they come in the form of witchcraft and divination and all this stuff and so we got to learn that we got to learn that you know christians are to have good fruit don't tell me you are orange tree and every time I come you handing me lemons. Mm. Amen. Glory to God. If you say you are the light, then walk in the light. Yes. As Jesus is the light. Amen. Amen. Glory Hallelujah. to God. Yeah, I wrote that down too. Looking like a uh, a Christian, but smell what you say, looking like a Christian and smelling like a sinner. Looking like a you looking like a Christian, but you still smell like a sinner. You still smell like a sinner. Yeah, there it is. I'm writing it down. That's right. You know, it's like a person that smoke, and then they come in and they didn't put their cigarettes away, but you still smell the smoke. Mm. You know, they've been smoking, but they trying to hide it. It's all in their head, all in their clothes, all in their fingers, all in their toes, everywhere. Yes. You smell it. Yes. It's, right. it's become a part of them. So you can smell a hypocrite. You can smell a, 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 a Christian that's full of it. Amen. They ain't full of the Holy Ghost either. Right. They're full of it. And so we got to learn to discern these things. Everybody that get up there in the pulpit or got a mic, they ain't of God. That's right. You got to have an ear to hear and eyes to see Boom. spiritually. Amen. We're too much in the physical. Yes. Too much in the flesh. physical man. Yeah. Too much in the flesh. flesh. The, the Hebrews say the nepesh. Amen. Too much in it. Too much. And that's going to, that's going to, all that's going to do is, 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 is Turn back to dust and ashes. Mm-hmm. Amen. And what happens to the flesh? It said it, it stinks after a while. That's you know, and so we all running it after. Well, I ain't, but most of them running after the flesh. Flesh, that's right. Running after Hollywood. Uh-huh. The Lord showed me a long time ago about Hollywood. He tell you, get out. Don't even join forces with that stuff. Don't send your kids there. Because you send them into the lair of the devil. Wow. Amen. That's all you're doing is you sacrificing your child when you send them there. Mm-hmm. Don't send them there. Yeah. Amen. That's yeah. no place. They 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 on TikTok and 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 you got the kids, the little bitty girls dressing like hoochie mamas, two and three and four years old, and then you get upset when a pedophile uh, a pedophile uh, comes up to your kid. But look how you dressing them. Mm-hmm. That's on you as a parent, a bad parent. Yes. Amen. Don't do that. Amen. Glory to God. Your, your, your daughter shouldn't be having on Daisy Dukes and everything falling out. <laughs> Daisy Dukes. Yeah, that's true. No, you got the older women wearing the Daisy Dukes and shame on you. Oh, yeah. Amen. Nobody need to be seeing all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And 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 just get yourselves together. Get yourself Amen. together. Amen. Dress, dress modest. Be modest. Yeah. Be modest. You know, in in the way you dress. Amen. And I had to come up through that because I used to like to be rebellious, and and my mother would tell me, 
Well, you can't, you know, one day she came to pick me up to go to church. And so my little sister, we 10 years apart, she was in there. She said, well, mama, she got on her, uh, uh, what was it? The blouses you used to wear and the back was out. Like the crop top shirts and all that tank top? Yeah, yeah. crop top. Yeah, the back was out. It tied at the neck and the back was out. And mm-hmm. that was my favorite shirt. And so she said, well, her back all out, mama. <laughs> and she went to church like that. And then I I, I gave her the evilest look. I, I, I said, why are you going to church? I said, I ain't going to church. And then, and then my mother told my sister, be quiet and let her come if she want to come. Oh, and so then I got... I went like that. You know, my mother, my mother stood down, even though my mother was anointed, you know, she used wisdom Uh and she, she said, let her come as she is, you know? And so I went and I still didn't get, you know, close to the Lord on that day. And my mom would come and, you know, I was, I was, uh, living fornicating and doing all kind of stuff and, uh, living common law, you know, wasn't married and all that stuff before, uh, I, I came into the Lord, but, uh, I would dress any kind of way and I would use it to be rebellious. And, and, uh, you know, one time I wore a blouse that you could see through with no bra. So I'm going to tell you how rebellious yeah. I was. Amen. Been down so, yeah. I, I did that one day just to make my mama mad because she was making me mad. And so sometimes your kids react in this way and they don't know it. It's a spirit. Oh yeah. It's a spirit making them in this way. And, and they angry because they got something to say, but they don't know how to say it. Yeah. In Jesus. And it's something bothering them and they don't know how to put it. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you got to say, why are you acting this way? What, what, what can I do? How can I help you? You know, and stuff like that. And I just say, Oh, look at you, you know, this and that. But, I I went through all that, you know, the dressing and stuff. And so now I know, you know, it's not appropriate. Yes. And it took me a while to learn that. And I'm glad that God brought me to that. He brought you. You know, that, that I can see I can see that now. I didn't see it then. So some people, you know, you you have to be a little more um patient with them uh-huh. and you know, pray for them and and show them the right way. Amen. But transparency and having to sit down and 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 become their friend. Yeah. Now I'm not saying you stop being a parent. You always be a parent, but you let them know that they could come talk to you about anything, about anything. Amen. You know, and because if they can't talk to you, they gonna talk to somebody, mm-hmm. and then they gonna get the wrong information. Oh my God! Say it. They gonna get the wrong information. Yeah. Amen. So Amen. You, you really want to be able to sit down and talk to your daughter when that time comes and she get those feelings and she, she want a little boyfriend and the boyfriend, the boy want a little girlfriend. You, you sit down, you have that, that, uh, they used to call it the bees, the birds and the bees talk when we was little, you know, and a lot of old generational parents, they didn't talk about it. You just found out about it. Right. Now they, they warned you about it. And and threaten you behind it, <laughs> but you basically found out on your own. Amen. Glory to God. And so uh, we got to be more transparent, more vulnerable, and in talking with our mistakes and what we did, because we trying to give them a shortcut to not going through all the hurt and pain and shame that we went through. Right. Right. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you, Mother Sandy. We thank you once Amen. again. God bless you too. We uh, thank you so much for sharing. And if anybody has anything else they want to say, want to call in real quickly. I got like 
I think about 15 more minutes left if anybody wanted to call in uh, or everything mine's clear I think sister Joy's on she she asked that question earlier and I went ahead and pulled her in and hopefully that helped her get an answer in Jesus mighty name so we thank you for listening to Prophet to the Nation Automotive podcast I normally come in come in on weekdays between the hours of 9 a.m eastern standard time to 11 um spontaneously when the lord gives it to me because i do carry a heavy schedule but um thank you mother sandy once again she put her information up she's going to put it in the chat for us thank you jesus and you guys can see uh, how to get in touch with her and follow her in jesus name so thank you mother sandy i appreciate you i'm going to disconnect you now in jesus name before we go, we always got to get the invitation to Christ. So one second, guys. One second. Hello, this is Pastor Mark Miller. I'm Prophetess Autumn Miller's husband. And I just wanted to take a short minute here and ask if there's anybody out there that does not know Jesus Christ and who he is and would like to get to know him and have a personal relationship. I would just ask you, if you would, wherever you're at right now, just repeat this prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I realize that I am a sinner and have broken your laws. I understand that my sin has separated me from you. I am sorry and I ask you to forgive me. I accept the fact that your son Jesus Christ died for me and was resurrected and is alive today. And here's my prayers. I now know my heart's open door and I invite Jesus in to become my Lord and Savior. I give him control and I ask that he would rule and reign in my heart so that his perfect will would be accomplished in my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Congratulations. If you prayed this prayer in all sincerity, you are now a child of God. That's right. You roll with God in the kingdom. However, there's still a few more steps that you need to do to follow up your commitment. That would be get baptized in full immersion in water as commanded by Christ. Tell someone else about your new faith in Christ. Spend time with God each and every day. Prayer and in the reading of the Bible, his word. Amen. You all have a blessed day. Amen. You guys have a blessed weekend. Until we meet again, we got some new segments coming up breaking away from being broken also we got um coming up midnight a midnight word we'll have a special guest for that um if anything's on your heart and mind and you feel like you wanted to share here on the podcast you can reach me at a a prophet to the nation autumn miller on um facebook inbox me your information or you have a pastor or or somebody you may know that might be a blessing to the podcast i open it up to them in jesus name so mother sandy uh put everything in the chat if y'all see that uh go ahead and show some hearts that's how you can reach her and listen to her as well uh all her information is on there and i also want to say don't you guys feel you don't have to feel obligated to come when you get the (laughs) notification because some people be like i'm at work i can't hear i said i'm just sharing it with you guys so you guys know that the new podcast is up new show is up you guys can listen to it you're not obligated guys to to, to come as soon as you see the notification but i just want to let you know that it is up and i don't you i don't want you guys to miss it so and then then after this show it is uh, up on replay every show will be on replay so if you miss something or you see other shows that uh came you know that you that didn't get a chance to hear um you can always go back and replay it 
you can always i'm trying to find a way because there's some people that don't have the uh doesn't they don't have the app right and so i'm trying to find how i can upload it on youtube so i'm working on that uh, I have a video, there's an app that you have to download and fix it, and you know, got to go through all that. But I'm trying to do the, the best that I can so everybody will be able to hear uh, the podcast from every social media platform. Um, with YouTube, you can't really go live there until you get like a thousand followers. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's a lot of work there. So we're just going to try to just work on building up the podcast and then just trying to convert it over to YouTube. So I thank you. Yes, thought I had to jump on. Thank you. Okay, I'm reading the chat. I thought I got to jump on when I can. I appreciate you for sharing. Yeah, and just remember, you can put your headphones on if, you, if you're if you able to, if you're at a place where you can listen. Um, it's not going to interrupt anything, really. If you're driving, you can come through your phone, come through your speakers. So it's very convenient. If you're shopping, if you missed a show, you can play it while you're shopping. So that's what I like. And let me go back and listen to this. That's what I do to a lot of mothers. Saying as soon as she sends me something, I said, let me go back and listen to it, make sure it will play. Sometimes I do have a lot of interruptions. I will, but we'll work out the kinks and the and the candies or whatever you say <laughs> on the podcast because I where I live, the internet is just terrible. I got to keep uploading, reloading, and so forth. But yeah, we thank you. I don't want to keep you long. There's one more thing here. I just want to leave y'all with this see if i can get it to play and we thank you y'all have a beautiful week john three sixteen. for god so loved the world he gave his only begotten son those who should believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life amen choose jesus this is baby J. have a nice day amen and baby J will be 12 on sunday praise god for that Amen. And we had a buckle down, tighten down on her. I said, boy, she growing up fast. We, she growing up so fast, we got to catch up. Amen. So I thank God she'll be 12 this Sunday. So y'all keep her in prayer. Much prayer. Much prayer. Keep all of her children in prayer. Amen. So all minds is clear. Yep, 12 years old. 12 years old. All minds is clear. God bless you guys. Catch the next segments. Uh, look on the timeline. I'll have it up. Um, please share with people, man. Just if you just share it one time on your timeline, that's good enough. Thank you. I, I really would appreciate that. It's not about boosting up. It's just getting the people to know that we are here and we are getting the word out. Um, and tell them how to do it. It's a free down. It's a free app. You don't have to pay for it. It's free, and you can unload it and take it on and off your phone. You know, you don't have to keep it on there. I know some people don't like that, but uh, yeah, we're gonna come back with the breaking away from being broken um a midnight word and i'm also trying to get my pastor friend to come on that used to be a stripper but now she's a pastor i want her to get come on and give her testimony so be looking out for that as well so god bless you guys i love you mother sandy love you sister joy love all you guys in jesus mighty name god bless y'all have a beautiful weekend until we meet again <laughs>